Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So what are you supposed to do between each Engadget podcast? Wait in silence? I'm Matt Smith, and every morning I walk through the day's biggest tech stories. It's short, relevant, and ready for listening whenever you wake up. Find Engadget Morning Edition wherever you find your podcasts, or ask your smart speaker for the latest news from Engadget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Engadget Podcast. I'm Reviews Editor Sherlyn Lowe. I'm senior editor Devendra Hardawar. And joining us today, all the way from Long Island, is our brand new commerce editor, Valentina Palladino. Hi, Valentina. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. You guys might not know this, but Valentina and I used to work together before in Gadget, so we're actually yes, we very did. close friends. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Today, we're going to look at now that we're so far into the quarantine, how tech can help us keep fit as we're holed up at home for like weeks now. Um, you know, there's been news this week that different fitness companies have launched new updates or new devices. We'll get into all of that. But before we do, though, please make sure you subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice. Leave us a review on iTunes because we need to fight those one star reviews. And if you have any feedback or comments, send an email to podcast at Engadget.com. So yeah, it's been weeks now. I've been home working from home, which I'm very De- grateful. Describe then. your home, Sherlyn. Like what it, what, Dude, it, what do you call home? <laughs> so <laughs> my home is literally that first house you get when you go to Animal Crossing. Because everything is Animal Crossing now. <laughs> everything so. is Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing now. Wow. Imagine this like little four by eight square, which is what you get in <laughs> it's not a square, a four by eight rectangle in Animal All Crossing. All you see is squares. You just see squares where you drop All down objects. All you see is squares now. Yeah. Exactly. You pin them. And I have a couch next to a bed. That's literally my home. <laughs> and uh, I'm atrophying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. I'm sorry. So studio apartment. Basically. Studio apartment. Yeah. I have plenty of room. Don't get me wrong, but but you know it's not the easiest if I'm not going outside to mm-hmm. stay fit. But thankfully, I mean we have tech to help us, right? Like we've got, I guess, teleworkouts. That's the whole thing. I hope someone it's doesn't tell everything. Our last few it. episodes have been what tele telehealth and then uh, teletherapy and tele gaming i don't know nah, gaming, gaming over just... the internet yeah yeah well i know that uh valentina has gone out on like solo runs being very responsible while she goes out and stays fit I'm so Deb, i don't know about you i i mean listen i live in a two-bedroom apartment which isn't bad uh okay. and we have a small deck so it's enough nice. room for my wife and i and our baby to like run around and have space and not drive each other crazy but I do feel really bad that, uh, yeah, Sophia wants to go outside. She wants to go play. Aww. She wants to go to playgrounds. She was having a lot of fun doing that before all this started. And yeah. now now we all we could say is, like, I, we can't go outside. It's bad. Germs yeah. are bad. Uh, but, yeah, I can't, can. I can't even go out for a run because I live right below Prospect Park. And <sighs> there's just always a ton of people out. Always a ton of people out. That's um, so disappointing. Last week, we were able to, like, go out to the soccer field where there was nobody and just kind of run around a little. But... 
yeah, going for a run is dangerous. So Valentina, I'm jealous that you have space. Yeah, it's 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 a new new territory for me, honestly, because I'm typically an in the gym type of person, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, we can't do that right now. Which understandable. But uh, yeah, the the neighborhood that I live in on Long Island, you know, the we live in an apartment. My boyfriend and I live in an apartment. The the setup is very similar to yours, Dev. Um, but we are slowly driving each other crazy. So <laughs> clearly so not goes. doing as yeah. well as some other people. But um, no, it's been it's been fine. Um, but yeah, getting out you know once a day or once every other day has been really therapeutic for me because Mm. like I said I'm usually in the gym so it's not an outdoor type of activity for me but uh, going out and running and like feeling the fresh air and like being outside for an hour has Mm -hmm. been really nice just like there's usually no one around because uh, I'm usually just going on sidewalks you know around like houses and like yeah nice okay little blocks and stuff so yeah there's since I go in the morning too there's rarely anyone about maybe maybe a dog walker but that's about it you're a burgeoning budding runner and yes. Fitbit actually launched a device this week that might actually tickle your fancy, right? I mean, it, Fitbit this week announced a Charge 4 and the big thing about it is that for a fitness tracker that's $150, this thing comes with built-in GPS. At last! I At mean, last. it's like people have been clamoring for the Charge series to get GPS since the Charge 2 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now it's the 4 and the Charge 4 even came like a year and a half late. So 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 what's the like what's the big difference? Because right, I've used fitness devices mm-hmm. that don't have GPS. You know, you still need an app on your phone to kind of control no. your runs when you're going, so, but you don't yeah, you on don't. the Fitbit. You don't. Yeah, exactly. So you can leave your phone at home if you want. And um, because it has GPS, it will map your route as you're running. And then when it comes back, it can feed that information to your phone. And then it'll show up in the app, like how far you've run and, you know, fairly, uh, fairly accurately tell you your (laughs) distance. I mean, depending, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I think Valentina, you might be more uh, familiar with Fitbit's GPS technology than I am because I don't push it as much uh, during my testing Sure. Yeah, I've, I've tried it. I've tried it on their other devices before, and it has been pretty accurate. Like, I, I have not seen any like glaring inaccuracies, like you know, showing yeah. me as running, you know, maybe yeah. a mile less than I what I right. actually did. Like that has not happened in my experience. But yeah, I mean, this is really exciting because now Fitbit will have a tracker rather than a smartwatch yeah. Yeah. Um, that has a built-in GPS. So yeah. anybody who wants that form factor, a tracker rather than like an actual you know watch-looking yeah. thing, mm-hmm. uh, will have that option and they can use the gps and they don't need to uh bring their smartphone with them exactly. when they're running which i have found can be quite cumbersome as <laughs> oh, yeah. as, I, as i begin my running journey there, there are um, all sorts of solutions right some people just hold their phones i have uh, this little like waist belt thing that i can slide I, in mm-hmm. phones and keys i don't like the armbands but people i have use armbands yeah yeah i did yeah. use armbands in the past and yeah. i don't like them either Me but either. right now it's still like kind of cold <laughs> you know what i use and i think this might have to get cut out because it might be an sfw oh, oh, boot pockets that's not that that's not that nsfw come on okay so sherlyn but is this like one of the you know fabled fitbit google devices that we've been waiting for oh good lord okay so yeah no no first of all no let's just put that out there um wow so so strong (laughs) well first of all why wait do you think google deserves better than this google the purveyor of amazing devices Wow. wow, stop, yeah. stop. You're triggering me right now. People know I'm a hardcore Google stan. But, um, I cannot wait for Google to ruin Fitbit like they've ruined everything else. I feel Come like on. you need to have a little faith in neither of these companies. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Google did buy Fitbit um, last year. And 
a lot of people think that this is the first device to come out of the Google Fitbit collaboration thing, but let's not forget that deal is still pending regulatory approval. It's still kind of like sitting in development hell for you. And this collab term. work takes a while too. Like it would need at least a year of development and everything, right? Oh, hells yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not going to like get together and immediately push out a new device and be like, hey, this is what we just made. No, mm -hmm. not because the teams are not even communicating with each other yet. And also I can say that from like internals, from the side of dealing with them internally, if Google had launched this with Fitbit together as the parent company, I would have heard from Google. Like Google would have been all over it. You would have oh, seen yeah. it in their messaging. You would have they seen would Wear not. OS. They would have produced like a 60 second oh, inspirational yeah. commercial about oh, yeah. what this means for changing They'll our be like, lives. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be wait, like, we so, can cure cancer. I mean, hyperbole, yeah. but you so know. Fitbit finally has a tracker with GPS. Is there like what else is missing in Fitbit's lineup? Because I do feel like we've talked about them as a company. We've talked about like the rise and fall of activity trackers in general. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that survived because they've yes. been the most successful. They've been the Xerox of the you know fitness accessory right, or market. Kleenex, yeah. Yeah. So what what else do they need? What room is there for Google to do more things with Fitbit? I mean, I know Valentina probably has thoughts on this, but I'm going to go first. Fitbit, mm -hmm. I think, lacks a more sophisticated operating system on their smartwatch devices. They have a lot of fitness know-how. I think they have good sensors and sensor tech. For fitness bands, they're the only ones making really... I mean, Garmin makes some good ones, but Fitbit really is the go-to. Garmin has um, been, makes, by the way... Garmin makes some great stuff. Garmin yeah, and they've been stuff. pushing GPS because they're Garmin, but they've oh, been yeah. pushing GPS in their fitness bands and everything forever. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Garmin actually has really good fitness tech, but Fitbit, I feel like, is in a weird space of straddling the line between wanting to be taking mm -hmm. on Garmin and like even Polar and whatnot, but also going after the Apple Watch people or the mainstream smartwatch, multi-purpose smartwatch people. So to do that, I think that that's where Fitbit needs Google's help, where it doesn't have the sophisticated OS. The features could be a bit fuller built so that the people who are Fitbit Fitbit can mm -hmm. focus on really building out their fitness and health tracking stuff. I don't know. What and do you think, Phil? Um, I would agree with some of that. Um, I think <laughs> oh, that boy. Oh, I love it. I would agree oh, with some of that. Yeah. Um, You're lucky we used to be friends. I think that Fitbit does fitness very well and mm. As far as I know, with Wear OS, Google mm -hmm. does not do fitness as well oh, yeah. as Fitbit does. Yeah. So I think that Google can benefit, benefit. from Fitbit's expertise in that respect. And like yeah. you mm -hmm. said, the sensors are really good. Um, I think their hardware is pretty good as well. Um, and I think it's I think it's been okay. <laughs> you know, like it, it, certainly there have been ups and downs, yeah. but. Mm -hmm. I think that's you could say the same thing about Wear OS devices, right? Oh, yeah. You know, so I think that you know Google can benefit from Fitbit's expertise in that respect. For but sure. I would not. I would be very wary. I mean, <laughs> I, I think I know what's going to happen, but I don't actually know. Like my what do you think anticipation. My anticipation is that the the first big collaboration that Google and Fitbit do is going to be a full Wear OS thing. Yeah. You know. Okay. And I'm sad. Like I'll yeah. be very sad when that happens because <laughs> while Fitbit OS is not the most sophisticated operating yeah. system on a wearable ever mm -hmm. yeah they are trying and yeah. one of the things that i really like about fitbit and also garmin in this respect is that they have really pushed things forward on the operating system side mm -hmm. and not uh kind of just said we're just going to make a wear os device right. you know, oh, yeah. a lot right. of wearable companies have just been like we're just going to do wear os yeah. and be done with it you yeah. know we've seen even misfit did that with the the vapor, vapor you know what yeah. i mean yeah. so that really worked out well for them remember misfit? oh boy Oh boy, <laughs> and yeah. and it's and for me as someone who has covered wearables, you know, for the yeah. past you know at least four or five years, like it's 
it, a little bit of me dies inside whenever I, I just see someone just kind of bowing to Google <laughs> in I this know. respect, you know, uh, but yeah. I understand why they do that. So I do still like, I would still like to see Fitbit OS devices, Garmin OS devices, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. how that, I would like to mm-hmm. see that still, but I don't know if that's actually going to continue. It's, it's sort of the way that like Roku still exists, right? And Roku has mm-hmm. their yeah. own like very feature specific operating system they're not trying to be apple tv and everything Mm -hmm. they're not trying to be android tv i feel like google's problem and this is the thing i keep harping on though is that they they're trying to build solutions for so many different types of devices and they're not laser focused on what they're trying to do so android wear just be ends up being like a slimmed down version of android that can kind of power watches but doesn't do as much like (laughs) I don't yeah, think it's I as mean, reliable as Fitbit. That's what that's yeah. what Android Wear was when it launched, right? I think that Wear OS has made some improvements in terms Definitely of at has least been navigation. Improving. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I do think that buying Fitbit might hopefully help um and and let's not forget Fitbit also owns Pebble people i know r.i.p r.i.p pebble which also i died a Talk little about when a they cute died independent yes, yes. uh yeah <laughs> os but but that could help i think google you know improve hopefully wear os i mean i'm with you valentina where i think that the first thing that comes out of this like team up will be very disappointing i think it'll actually be a flop mm-hmm. um but <laughs> you brought up something that was a pretty good point which is like fitbit hardware while it might not be the prettiest in my opinion actually <laughs> actually is pretty decent like it's pretty good stuff so and Wear OS has like sort of relied on fossil to be the hardware people so yes you know maybe that's a totally different sector right like that's a totally different sector of the market which is good like I like that we still have that especially since fossil has the kind of uh like hybrid smartwatches you know that don't have like the big like the OLED displays or whatever yeah um but and I also forgot another uh player in the smartwatch game is samsung samsung yeah. has tizen love them. and i also really appreciate that samsung still puts Doing tizen. effort into tizen but that's the know? thing because tizen's actually better than where tizen is better you know what i mean it's good so yeah it's uh it, anyway. that was a sidetrack. Sorry. Anyway, so wait what is, what is the point of launching a wearable today because we're all stuck at home why? I know, I know. I was that was my first thought, and then I told Valentina because Valentina and I took the briefing together, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wait, why are they?" And then Valentina was like, "You can do workouts at home, you know that." And I was like, yes. "Oh yeah, you're yes. right." <laughs> and also, and also, I should say like I don't know this for sure, but just yeah. what I know about Fitbit is that this like the Charge Four with the update that it, we got, yeah. I believe yeah. it was in the works for quite some time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it was probably already in the plan well before uh, you know our pandemic well, hit. So. We were invited to a launch event that was supposed to be like march 26 and then that was pretty much when they were going to actually announce a charge for so they've actually Mm -hmm. pushed it back a little bit um but still i think they've thought about it and they're like people still want to keep like fit and this is uh, i think the good thing about having a fitness tracker on even if you're at home and not going out on your solo isolated you know quarantine friendly runs um you still want a fitness tracker on there to like remind you periodically to be like, get up and move. You don't want to sit yeah. on your couch. Get up and, and move within your box. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, if you can, take a few steps, go clean, you know, mop your floor or something. Um, uh-huh. You can pace around your house like a tiger if you want. Um, but also, you know, you can use it to track your heart rate and like that can help you notice if you're, I don't know, getting stressed out. But it also helps in. Um, <laughs> home friendly workouts like yeah weight training yoga it doesn't only track runs the fit the charge for it does mm-hmm. track a bunch of other things so 
like most those other are... Fitbit devices. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And and even other smartwatches like the Apple mm-hmm. Watch Series 5, uh, maybe not Wear OS, but the Galaxy Watch Actives do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so also definitely. from a Fitbit's like perspective as a company, you know, yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner, Father's Day is around the corner, summertime in general is around the corner. I, I think that this device will certainly fill some voids in that area and also just be a device that they hope that people in the summertime will want to, you know, get out there and move. You know? It's hard to think about. It's hard to think about. Yeah, because it feels like it's so far away. But it's aspirational. It's like we will leave this prison right. at some point yes. and I will, it will use happen this at some point. charge. Yeah. What else? Um, this thing could do mobile payments too, right? Which when we're yeah. back out in public, yeah. uh, you can you can use it I know. To buy things. So, uh, yeah. So some of the key features, uh, like we said, were like, you know, all of the GPS stuff, the heart rate tracking. You can use Spotify on the, on the charge for, which is nice. But you also get NFC support for payments throughout, across the lineup. So what Fitbit did with the last charge was to introduce NFC payments, but only on a special edition version of the tracker, um, which you had to pay $20 extra to get. Um, now, across the whole lineup for the charge for you're getting NFC payments built in. Again, on an mm-hmm. activity band, this is nice, right? Smartwatches have had this yeah. for a while. But on a band style uh, device, it's less common mm-hmm. and it allows you to use Fitbit Pay, which is uh, accepted at lots and lots of merchants worldwide. I forget the exact number. It's just an NFC payment thing. So it would be it would show yeah. up like Apple Pay or Android Pay or whatever. I think that's a nice thing when you're out running, because uh, I think a lot of runners, I, I don't call myself a runner, but I do mm-hmm. miss going out and like struggling to get two miles in or something um you would run with a little cash just in case you want to like pick up something pick up a sandwich pick up a banana um now you could do this a little more easily i think having more contactless payments is going to be really helpful moving forward because like yeah it's less uh if i go out to the grocery store now i still have to like hand my credit card to somebody and it all feels like that contagion thing of uh, every surface every surface is a vector can't that can kill you so but i feel like you you are you you get a little impatient dev when you feel like well, you see i don't <laughs> i mean you listen see i struggling. think it's good but people struggle too much i'm not a fan of nsc payments on smart like smart watches and fitness bands like this because people suck at it like it oh, is it reminds me of going to the grocery store and waiting for like you know the grandma or somebody <laughs> with a checkbook to like come out and write a check for 25 cents or something uh, I've never seen this. I'm sorry. I was gonna ask, like, how many how many times have you actually seen <laughs> people hold up their smartwatch to an NFC reader? Because I don't think I really have oh. ever seen it happen in the wild. In New York, uh, like actually in Brooklyn, like it happens all the time because oh, like okay. when they when they moved over the whole payment terminal thing, like it is pretty much most terminal support NFC. Not all stores enable like the uh, the actual contactless mm. stuff, but I use it all the time because okay. it's a. Uh, if I go to like Dwayne Reed or something, that's yeah. like one store where I know I can pull up uh, in my card. I could pull up my rewards card, ta- you know, ho- hover near the thing. Yeah, I could pull up the rewards card in my phone, hover near the the checkout thing, get that in, then do the same for my credit card. Yeah. And that involves no touch or anything. On yeah. phones, it's great because you can easily phones, sort through all your cards and get what you need to get on a on a small device on your wrist. It's always a pain. And I'm, I've been stuck behind people many times working so hard to get their little watch to pay. It was like, your phone's right there. Your phone is in your other hand. Just, just do it so we can move on with our lives, please. I mean, I'm with you because the, like the whole target is smaller when you're using a watch. So it's a little bit harder to aim, but I 
think that it's much more convenient if it works better it's much more convenient we, to we just need use like a fast gesture for it or something yeah. like we just need a yeah. fast way for people to trigger it and, and know what they're paying with there yeah. is on on all, some of these smartwatches all you do is press mm -hmm. the home button for a little longer to pull it up to pull okay. up the payment card um but on the fitness band probably not it's not that simple yeah. as a swipe D don't interface. even get me started with qr codes on watches why Good lord never. why i never seen I those don't work I also think that the using NFC on a smartwatch is very much a lifestyle thing yeah. in the sense yeah. that yeah. people who wear their wearable all the time, you know, are always going out for runs or outdoor bike rides or something like they're probably using it more often than the regular person. For right. Sure. So they'll have more experience using it and then they'll know how to use it, you know, more quickly, I guess. So yeah, you'll, you'll figure out after a while, like it took me a while to figure out where on the terminal to put my phone really. Mm -hmm. sure. Look, so look for I, the little wavies. I also really like um, newer credit cards have, contactless as well so if i don't yes, feel like yes. pulling up everything i just like tap my card and walk away that's mm -hmm. nice i like the tokenization that uh google like some of these payment uh, systems yeah. do though they're more secure than exactly. swiping yeah exactly always better but anyway i mean fitbit wasn't the only company to launch a new device or anyway like the only fitness company to launch news this week, I think Peloton, you were saying, right, uh, Dev, that something new this week as well. Yeah, I mean, they just uh, the news just went out as we started recording this, but they're, they've launched the Peloton app on Android TV, and that's also an app available on like you know iOS devices, other devices. Mm. You can cast the Peloton app to your TV with Chromecast. You can use Apple TV, and it's just filled with um, you know lessons and things that yeah. you could do. It but does it feels like um, you know the Trojan horse to getting you into the Peloton it, ecosystem so that definitely. you buy a device, which. Mm -hmm. If I had the space, I would not mind right now. Like it would, I actually have a very cheap elliptical that I bought Ooh. years ago and mm -hmm. it cost like 150 bucks, but it is that apartment is size. Cheap. Yeah, it's apartment sized. Um, it's lasted me a decade, but it creaks like hell. <laughs> it's not like the best, it's not the most comfortable thing to use, but it's mm -hmm. a really useful thing to have here in the apartment. Uh, but yeah, what other fitness devices would you all recommend today? Is it like basically stick with Fitbit or Apple Watch? So there's a lot of home devices. Um, people keep pitching me because sometimes I cover fitness tech. And uh, there's a tonal at home system, which is you, uh, it, it looks like a home gym. Basically, you set it up against your wall and there's a video system and a camera that looks at your form. And then there's like a whole sophisticated weight system where there's like, uh, you, there's the, it looks basically like the machine at the gym, which I don't know what it's called anymore, where you pull the thing and it <laughs> lifts the weights. Man, that well, I could make be describing. Let's make a machine, weighty pulley, the weighty yeah, pulley. Yeah, the okay. weighty pulley, the weighty pulley. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, basically you can do a variety of exercises and it'll like look at your form and tell you what you're doing right or wrong and then tell you what to do exactly, which is fine. It's called Tonal. It uses AI because everything has used AI now. There's also the regatta, uh, the hydro regatta row thingy. It's a rowing machine. There's a lot of people who have rowing machines at home as Talk well. Talk about having space for a freaking Dude, rowing machine. Seriously. The only, the only time I've seen rowing machines is freaking in a uh, house of cards you know like where you're a high-powered <laughs> politician that has a room you can devote to a somehow yeah. nefarious looking rowing machine like a know. full home gym yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah, take up so much room God. it's yeah. nuts it's nuts but we it, it didn't stop people from showing them off at ces uh -huh. lots of What's people that? are making those there's also the the weird mirror startup which i the think mirror looks like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just called mirror and it's yeah. basically like the tonal thing that i told you about where you yeah i've worked with basically all of them it's a little funny <laughs> it's I very know black a lot mirror of these like i think that's the cool yeah. thing is that it's a display and a mirror and yeah, yeah. Which I would use for the mirror part of it, and I would use less for the exercise part of it. That's just me. 
I just stand there and take photos. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a similar system to the tonal thing that I said to you, but mm-hmm. a little less in terms of the equipment that they provide, I believe. Um, but there's a lot of fitness gadgets you can get. So Peloton. I miss, you know what I miss? I miss Jawbone. I miss, before oh, Jawbone yeah. fell apart, like the Jawbone up R.I.P. Jawbone. R.I.P. Yep. Jawbone. They were, yeah. I, I mean, listen, they flew too close to the sun. They had too much <laughs> uh, venture funding and a lot yep. of products that didn't work properly. But the, the Jawbone up and that like twisty yes. band that yes. it was, I love that thing. Yeah, I so agree. Good. I agree. Mm-hmm. I do miss them as well. They're, they were they very were, good. They were good. Yeah. They were good when they were around. They were know? a good Fitbit competitor too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and then they, they raised over a billion dollars, I think, and then they just kind of flamed out because this whole market flamed out. And now like their tech has gone into medical devices so maybe some of the things we end up talking about will be powered by job tech maybe i mean good maybe. for them one more question for you uh you know fitness gadget experts <laughs> what would you recommend what is like the one device you'd recommend to people like is does it depend on your ecosystem does it depend on do you want to watch versus a fitness band because there is a lot of crap out there you mean like tracking your fitness yeah tracking your fitness mm-hmm. I, I um, it depends on your level of um, fitness fiendishness. I think. Yeah, I, I think it depends on if, a lot of things. Yeah, you're, and you know what? Actually, Vel's writing a guide to that. Hey, yes, I yes. So at least it's a smartwatch guide, yes. so it only focus on smartwatches, not trackers. Right. Um, but like Sherlyn said, you know, it does depend on a lot of things. You know, your level of fitness expertise is one of them. Um, if you want a smartwatch or a tracker or something else, how does it fit into your lifestyle? And also yeah. the price. You know, yeah. there are a lot of really great fitness trackers and fitness devices out there, um, but they're at various really Expensive. wide price points. You yeah. know what I mean? So it just depends. But I mean, I have I have my recommendations. But Sherlyn, do you want to do you want to yeah, yeah. like you know? So I mean, I I think of the gamut of people that will be con- uh, considering these things, and so you have the fitness crazy people. The Garmin Forerunner series is very good for runners. Mm-hmm. Runners swear by that, uh, and you know, a lot of um, but for the, for most of the time, I think of my mom right when I'm buying shit and hey here's Sherlyn's weekly mom corner um (laughs) my my mom features in a lot of my Fitbit stories because she always wants to track like her heart rate her sleep and um the steps that she takes in a day but those are this is where you got it from Sherlyn I get it now yeah Yeah, your your obsession with numbers and stats yeah good lord I got everything from my mom all the bad (laughs) things my neuroses but so she yeah so she wants to track everything and I'm like okay so you I, I set her up with a Fitbit charge too way back when and she just could not get it. she just did not get that device so i would say though for someone like my mom that wants all the basics of fitness band or a basic smartwatch is actually really good um get a fitbit smartwatch because that'll track more things than the mm-hmm. usual smartwatch does and doesn't require you to learn too much of a complicated os yeah i'm sure vel has a lot more for like mainstream uh users or like other types of people um i mean i have two that come to mind immediately mm-hmm. um i would say that if you are an iOS user, yep. the Apple Watch is the way to go. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and I say that because, uh, yes, it's expensive, um, but the it, Apple has really done a lot over the past, particularly the past two years, to really make the Apple Watch arguably the best yeah. smartwatch that you can get in terms of features mm-hmm. for the price. Yeah. Um, I it's mean, cheaper than it used to be, too, right? It used to start at 400 and now what you can uh, get... Well, the Apple yeah. Watch Series 5, if I recall correctly, it still starts at 400 Okay. However, they're still selling the Series 3. Yeah. Um, and that starts at, a, uh, I believe, 200 And that's what I was going to mention, actually, yeah. um, mm-hmm. is that, you know, if you don't need some of the really niche features that come in the Series 5, things like... Uh, 
fall detection, I believe. ECG. Um, <laughs> the uh, the irregular heartbeat um, which is uh, very measurement, nice. yeah, which, yeah, which is incredibly useful, especially mm-hmm. if you have like underlying health issues. Um, but if you don't need those types of things, if you just want it as kind of a fitness device, that also you can kind of like look at your smartphone no- notifications and you know maybe uh, answer a few texts or something. Um, then the Series Three is probably perfectly fine mm-hmm. for you, you know. Um, but that was one of the recommendations. The other one I would say is Sherlin. I'll just echo Sherlin. Garmin makes a lot of really great mm-hmm. devices, and I really do like the vivo active series oh yeah um they have quite a few in that range um but the vivo active in general like (gasps) while it has gone up in price over the years it's because they have added a lot of features to the vivo active series um so i would say like if if you're not an ios user definitely check out the vivo active series because there are like one or two versions available now and you don't have to pay 350 dollars for one you could probably get one for more around like 250 or something um and it's just especially if you're really into fitness you want to get better at a certain sport you want to get better at a certain activity yeah garmin is the way to go Uh, i will say garmin is uh the samsung of fitness makers in the sense that (laughs) they make too many damn things they They make make so many too many i think generally higher quality things yeah well some of yeah some of their lower end things aren't so great, but they do like have a lot of lines to look out for. So the Vivo Active that Val mentioned, there's the Vivo Lots of Smart, things, yeah. the Vivo mm-hmm. Life, I don't know. And then they have the Venue, which is their smartwatch, but they also have their actual smartwatch. Anyhow, if you get confused with what Garmin stuff to buy or what watch you want to buy, look out for a Vel smartwatch buying guide, which should be up soon on our site. Soonish, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have all the devices we need to track our fitness, but are we doing anything that we can track right now? Are we? Are you guys <laughs> doing anything, or are you lazy sloths like I am? Listen, I I conceptualize exercising. Like I think of wanting to do it, and that gets me there. That's like halfway there. Um, oh, your brain's doing the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I will say when I when I have time, when the baby like gives me time to Aww. do something that's not work. I try to do some like high impact stuff like real quick, like the quick like seven minute, ten minute stuff within I, my apartment. Uh, I yeah. want to say this is like a, a tip that I think a lot of parents already know, but incorporate your baby into your workout. She's a weight. She's a she, dead she weight. She is a weight. That's and so she, true. They really enjoy it. There are a lot yeah. of on YouTube. There are a lot of like exercising yes. with your baby classes, which literally is just lifting up your baby. Yeah. She likes it, but it's yes. also like it's bad for your back. Because yeah. one thing I've learned as a parent is that my back turns to mush because you're you're holding you're this thing, which yeah. is very heavy. You're holding them a lot. And I think there's a lot of pressure, like, for when you're holding a baby. It's like, oh, I cannot drop this kid. I got to yeah. be really, really, mm-hmm. really careful here. So I need to strengthen that. There's people who are, like, wondering what to do at home now that they can't go to their gyms or, you know, going out for a run's not their favorite thing. And um, some people are looking for weights at home. And if you didn't manage to buy a set of weights or you don't have weights at home, you can look creatively to things like, yeah, baby, bench press Sophia or... <laughs> Um, you know, you can use books, heavy books if you have them. People are suggesting cartons of milk or gallons of water, good like home substitutes like that. Yeah. But I mean, for- before you even get there, you can do yeah. like the the basic seven minute workout stuff, which is yeah. using your own weight body against weight. You, yeah, you know. Exactly. Start yeah. there and then move yeah. on. Yeah. So there's body weight 
uh, resistance training stuff as long as you have a wall you can do a lot of stuff um but yeah i mean if you don't really know where to start the internet has you covered in fact youtube has you covered <laughs> have you have you heard of the good youtube i guess which has uh. come through apparently uh dev was telling me just now that like youtube exercise videos are your thing right dev well they're my wife i want i want to like show her a couple different things so she's mm. been searching around for things there's uh what's it there's like a couple called Mr. And Mrs. Muscle, I think. That I think is so really funny. fun. It's a good name. They're they're really fun and they have like very nice exercise and also low impact stuff for if yeah. you have joint problems. Yeah. So there is a wealth of stuff you can follow on YouTube. Really find whatever you like that gets you up and moving. Yeah. Uh I mean, listen, I bought Ring Fit. I've talked about yeah. Ring Fit on the Switch. It is one of the best things Nintendo has ever made and weirdly, first of all, it's sold out everywhere now. Because it is the perfect thing to have indoors because you have the like Pilates ring. It's gamified. So you can do all sorts of exercises while also like going through an RPG like world. I really like it. Uh, Sophia really enjoys watching me play it. I just don't have as much room as I'd like to like do this stuff sometimes. So I'd like to be doing it more. But I do think Ring Fit for anybody who has a Switch, it is one of the best things you can get right now. It's hmm. worth like the $80 investment. Damn. Wow. Do I need anything extra? Because I, you know, I have a Switch. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I do, do too. Now I'm like, hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Such um, a ringing endorsement. <laughs> no, you need, well, you need a normal Switch. It won't work with the Switch Light because you got to remove the Joy-Cons. I have a Switch Switch. Yeah, okay. You got to switch, yeah, the real size. And it works best when it's docked because then mm. you can actually see Premium. the game and exercise. So, you know, right. you want your Switch and your TV and you want space in your living room to do like basic exercises. But mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's worth it. I work up a sweat. I work yeah. up a pretty decent heart rate when I'm using it. So it's not as great to me as running outside and feeling mm-hmm. fresh air. But when you're trapped at home, really, I will take whatever I can get. For me, I, I, I've been um, using sort of like brands have been offering free classes online. So I have a whole list. Someone sent me a full list of like everything that's uh, free and live streaming or whatever right now. So just in case you guys are looking out for it, Rumble, uh, the boxing fitness class people are doing free IG live workouts. Uh, I personally have been, yeah, I've been personally using my class pass um, video section a lot more. They're all free as well with, uh, I think just within the app. I'm not sure if you need a membership to class pass to use those, but those have been what I've been using and they're great, but there's a lot of other brands like Outdoor Voices, which sort of half problematic but planet fitness peloton uh the body coach my fitness pal active fitting room uh <laughs> have all been doing free social media or free videos on their uh facebook as well um so i would say if you like already go to a certain gym or if you already have a type of workout you like it doesn't hurt to like look up the brand of the biggest name in that space and see what they might be doing i tried to look up if equinox is doing anything and actually i don't think they are which is kind of strange or maybe it's a members only thing but yeah i also go to Mm -hmm. um instagram a lot for for i was gonna say instagram workout inspo right i mean yeah yeah i mean i don't follow too many workout inspiration like uh accounts yeah but i do follow a couple and if you look for the right hashtags i mean you can find just you know video upon video of you know just like single movements you know what i mean so you can see it on a loop like how you're supposed to do this particular exercise you know what i mean then you can kind of create your own uh routine if you're like for me i am that type of person where i'll be like okay i want to work out like like my core today so i'll make sure i know like certain core exercises and i'll go to instagram sometimes and see if i can find some new ones that i could do in my apartment 
Absolutely. For me, I um, use, I follow yoga tutorials. That's like the name of their uh, account. There's mm-hmm. also this uh, account called, and these are all influencers. We're getting to the point where we're just talking about influencers now, but Train with Joan. I like her a lot. She's a 75-year-old woman who wow. is in the best shape you she's ever been in her life. And you, she's just such an inspiration. She started working out at, in her 60s or, or late 60s and because her health was getting bad. And she's like the most muscular. She just is an inspiration. She started doing free live workouts on Instagram live as well, but she's also showing off like some workouts that she's, uh, you can do at home. And these are also going to be low impact stuff for people who have mobility issues. Um, there's just so much out there that you can go to. Yeah. I just have been doing yoga at home, but also I have a tiny apartment, so I'm crashing into my furniture. <laughs> stay, stay active. I'd say we mentioned Peloton, by the way. There are other alternatives. Sure. Perhaps not the best thing to get shipped to you right now, but I'm looking at like what wire cutter likes for indoor cycles, and I like the like the Diamondback 1260 mm. SC. If you don't want the full Peloton price plus yeah. paying for their subscription, mm-hmm. like there are a mm-hmm. lot of other options. Which I, you know, yeah, whenever I get the heck out of New York, I really want to get something like that to have within, you know, maybe I'll have, oh, I hope I have a basement. Like, just give me that. <laughs> Good Lord, you were so ex- excited for your basement. basement. Listen, listen, <laughs> the, the whole pandemic has really reshaped the way I'm looking at the world. I want a basement. I want, yes. like, a month's worth of food I can store. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You know. I, I dream of that. I dream yeah. of that. An extra freezer just for food. Extra oh, freezer I want it. for I want meat. It so bad. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of food and meat, like, uh, what can we do? Do you guys have any food recommendations now that we're all trapped at home and maybe not ordering as much as we used to or going out as much for food? I just want to say, right before we got to food, you know, <laughs> I I also want to say that you can also use um, Just Dance on your Switch. To get some workout. You can. Oh, Just Dance <laughs> is great. Just Dance is a very good say. game. And if you're, if you're lucky enough to have like an Oculus Quest or some VR headsets, you got some you can, things you could do yeah. there. Yeah. And 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 if you have also a, an old school DDR mat and an old PlayStation that can work with it, <laughs> freaking do it because do what it. better time? Other, yeah. well, put a rug down so you don't bother your neighbors downstairs. But you know, DDR is also a good way to get moving. There's a lot of fun, creative ways <laughs> we can have fun and be fit and well, be moving during this mm-hmm. time. But also, yeah, you're right, Dev. Like a huge component of health and fitness is also nutrition. And during this time, I mean, as much as I want to support my local restaurants by ordering takeout all the time, yeah, that just doesn't feel practical. That just doesn't feel healthy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been cooking. I don't know about you guys, but I've been just making a lot of Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this I is, like, yeah. I, I always like, in general, I'm, I'm someone who likes to cook. So I, in general, before pandemic life, you know, mm-hmm. I, I cooked a lot. Um, but one outlet that I would recommend that I think would be really good during this time is a website called Budget Bites, and Bites Ooh. is B-Y-T-E-S. It's run by one blogger, and I forget her name, um, and they also have an app, too, mm. uh, but it's essentially all these recipes that are for people who are on a budget, and nice. each recipe, it breaks down, like, the ingredients, how much they cost, and, like, per serving, how much you're you're spending on these things, and, like, nice. it's really good for when you want to um, just make a really good meal and something that's not doesn't always have to be plain you know yeah. what i mean it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like pasta sauce done you know yeah. like you can make really nice meals 
while also staying on a budget. So I think that's really pertinent that during this time. But yeah. some of the recipes I've tried are just really good, you know? Yeah. And I, I am lucky enough where, like, yes, I do live in an apartment, but I have some storage space. So, like, I do <laughs> have a lot of pantry staples, you know, like canned beans and, like, you know, just a couple of other things yeah. like that that will stay for a while. And a lot of the recipes, like, you can sort by, like, those types of ingredients. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of find recipes that would fit what you have in the house already. Nice. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's never been a better time to start cooking maybe a little more. This is why we're well, seeing, hang like, on. the bread hang bros on. and the bread crew. Hit, what, 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 Sherlyn? <laughs> this is my weekly dumb people corner now. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is a good time for people to learn to cook, <laughs> yes. But do you know the number of fires that have been set in my building this past week has been <gasps> off the charts? Wow. Off the charts. Wow. All these people just learning to cook for the first time. The fire department has had to send like an army of fire trucks and like ambulances to my building twice in the last week. Wow. All at night. Because these people don't... So guys, before you... I know you want to <laughs> learn how to cook. And I know that this pandemic makes you feel like you need to learn a life skill. Be Just be so careful. Just be careful. please... Be Watch careful what you're with doing. hot oil. Watch out for smoke mm-hmm. in your apartment. Yeah. Like keep a window open. There's a lot of stuff. You, metal does not go know. in the microwave. That's oh just metal. Oh no metals. Oh no metal. God. No foil. Seeing oh no this is someone with real experience. <laughs> a couple other resources. If you if you're subscribing to the New York Times, take advantage of the oh, yeah. cooking app and all of their mm-hmm, recipes. Like mm-hmm. all their stuff is so good. I am the stereotypical millennial obsessed with Alison Roman stuff because she, mm. I think she does a great job of like boiling down really simple recipes. Um, but like, go with what you, you know, look at your tools. Maybe you bought yeah. an Instant Pot yeah, a couple of years ago because everybody was buying them. Use it. You yeah. learn to use yeah. it. I made kanji for the first time in the Instant Pot the other day. Isn't it great? It's great. And I threw in some like chicken breast pieces and like it was phenomenal. And Sophia and also loved it because she's obsessed with rice because she's oh, my daughter. Oh, she's mm. a good girl. So yeah, she, she like it's a perfect thing. It's like one cup of rice and a ton of water, you know, and like or that's broth. a lot of food yeah. Yeah, that will feed you for a while. I, I recommend so many things. Um, the cooking app has gotten me through a lot of places. What's up, Sherlyn? I will say one more thing to recommend about home cooking is I think BuzzFeed Tasty does a really great job of being creative. Mm -hmm. So you can do like three ingredient things, like three ingredient peanut butter cookies, three ingredient things, or microwave cupcakes that you like Mm -hmm. really use so few ingredients and you can create a quick exciting meal anyway like 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 valentina said it doesn't always have to be pasta and sauce Mm -hmm. um but i do think that we shouldn't forget that like once or twice try to support local businesses if you don't buy a gift card order takeout because those are still going on order order your delivery tip very well oh yeah that's what i'm to be living at home yeah by the way buzzfeed tasty uh there's some good stuff there there are also plenty of things i feel like are horrific crimes against food and i'm talking about that lasagna that is like a casserole with many different things and there's like oreos inside it is i feel like they create these videos just to make people angry on social media and which is what happens like everyone keeps it around you know what that reminds me of well you know what that reminds me that reminds me of chidi's uh chili with (laughs) in the good place (laughs) if you eat that you will die so don't don't eat that yeah don't Don't do do that. that Okay, I'm hungry, so I will talk to you all about the things I'm working on, which for some reason you'd think during a global pandemic, like work life would slow down a little, just like give me a break. Uh, Not happening. I don't know why. Um, So I'm looking at the Asus Zephyrus G14, which is one of the first gaming laptops with AMD's new 
uh, Ryzen 4000 processor. Mm. So testing it, it is very, very nice. My review for the XPS 13, the latest one, just went up. And I'm mm. also uh, testing out that little mobile video app, Quibi, but I can't say much about that just yet. Um, it, it sure is mobile video. Sherlyn, what's up with you? I mean, you're, you're doing a lot of the review work because there's a lot of laptops coming out. I'm working on something in the background that has to do with trying to be a, a social media influencer star person. <laughs> Which really, 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 if you've seen my late, like, first ever Instagram live, you'll know how awkward it was for me. <laughs> I got an like, alert about that, and I was yeah. like, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't, <laughs> not to, not to, like, throw too much shade at you, Sherlyn, but I'm not sure how much you can advise us about becoming a social media star. Well, well, it's not fully, it's not all about that. There's an interesting twist to it that I don't want to, like, reveal right now. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, this is all taking place in Animal Crossing. You're actually on the yeah. photo island. I'm turning my Mebo yeah. into 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 an influencer yeah but yeah uh it'll be up hopefully next week and i am off on vacation next week enjoy your vacation one more thing i wanted to mention by the way um i worked on an editorial about streaming theatrical releases at home and how much i love it and how much i hate it and there's a lot to talk into there so i talked a lot about watching the invisible man which mm. is an amazing movie and definitely worth twenty dollars even though it's a two-day rental so holy crap yeah yeah. Wow. So Val, what's up with you? Um, as Sherlyn mentioned before, I'm working on an update to our smartwatch uh, guide. So we're going to have up-to-date information about, you know, how you might go about picking a smartwatch for mm-hmm. you. What are the features that you should look for when you're deciding what you want to buy? What price point should you be looking at? Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. And we'll include, you know, our top picks in there um, if you want some Engadget recommends uh, options. Um, and yeah, I'm just working on other, you know, updating other guides as well um hopefully yeah. we can kind of yeah. uh give you're a lot our of guide our master guides. now so thank yes. you for that Get yes. keep them alive. Yeah. so grateful <laughs> well, for valentina on our team mm-hmm. well you know you say this is in a very early time i said i joined <laughs> the engadget team at the end of february before um, so everything went to shit Yes, mm. honestly, it was. A, I mean, I'm very grateful. Good timing. It was a, yeah, it was a good yeah. timing for me. Um, but yeah, we are. We're looking to update, you know, a bunch of guides over the next couple of months, so we can uh, make sure that our top picks are up to date, and also give people, you know, good buying advice. You know, when they go looking for things like I don't know, uh, wireless headphones or noise canceling headphones and fitness trackers and computers and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, we're going to be taking a look at all the newest things that come out and see what should be what's worthy of being in any of those guides. Woo! All right. So let's move on to our picks for the week. Fun things that will maybe distract us from the Armageddon. <laughs> I have been playing Control's Foundation DLC. What and on I earth think, is that? I think I talked a bit about Control on the show at some point, but it is, it's the latest game from Remedy. Um, it is sort of like X-Files meets Twin Peaks Ooh, meets like an action what? gun game. It is, what? It's fantastic. It's not on Switch. Yeah, Sorry, Sherlyn. Um, that game can barely run on PlayStation 4 and Xbox wow. One. Like it is, oh. it is very hardcore. It's very heavy duty. It is an amazing game. I love Remedy's stuff. Uh, I love the shooting, the superpowers, and the telekinetic Oh my god, superpowers? You get superpowers. You can fly. Yeah. You have like telekinetic stuff. To me, it feels like the the gameplay of it, just running around and shooting things, throwing objects at things, wow. feels so good and so satisfying. And, you know, this is something Remedy has been working towards forever with all of their games. Uh, I'm a big fan. Didn't like Quantum Break that much. Uh, I'm really digging the DLC because I think the world they paint in this game, it's so weird. It's a world yeah. where there's like uh, a government organization dealing with the paranormal 
And you, at the beginning of the, the original game, like you just go, you're looking for your brother or something, and you end up becoming a part of this organization. And uh, I won't spoil the ending for you, but let's just say, like, yeah, you, you have a lot of leeway in terms wow. of how things happen at that organization. Hmm. And I love the storytelling. It's really weird and mysterious. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'd recommend it to you, Sherlyn, uh, except, yeah, not, not Switch capable. Can I play on a PC? You can play on a PC, oh, okay, but okay. not like you know. Not your I know. I have to say, I watched a I watched a Twitch stream of Control. Mm-hmm. I think the original Control game, um, not too long ago, and I don't. I I only knew that it was a really popular game, but I watched mm-hmm. it and I was enthralled. I had knew really, nothing wow. of what was going on, but I was really enthralled. Good. I was like, "What yeah. is happening?" <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I hear you. I I mean, okay, that's a good pick, Dev. I I'll get a PC just to play that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can loan you a gaming laptop, Sherlyn, and you can report we have back many. and tell us we have how many. much of a gaming girl you've become. Yeah, we we I used to play League of Legends. Stop. Um, okay, so for <laughs> me, I'm gonna take over and be the film recommender on this on this week's episode. I was going to oh, this is not really film, but I was going to maybe recommend Tiger King. I thought about how, how like, dare you? Yeah, call Tiger King a film. <laughs> it's, it's not fun. a film. It's good. It's not. It's, fun. it's, it's, a, it's, it's an experience. Fun. It's a series. I will say that like. I I sometimes I struggled this week a little bit to be like what should I recommend because I wanted to say Tiger King but Valentina was the one who recommended that I watch Tiger King in the first place so I was like I'm not gonna steal your idea mm-hmm. um so then I thought like what am I what do I know better than Davindra and <laughs> and I went with debatable you know, what? debatable, debatable but <laughs> I know some Asian films better than him I know the Asian film sure. market I think better than Davindra so sure. I want to it depends re- it depends because like there are definitely some Korean films I had to like push you into as well, well so yeah. yeah well I mean yeah. Korean films they're just up and coming so yeah I, I mean they've been up and coming for like for 20 a long years yeah. come on well, every film industry has been up and coming for like a while now it's just that yeah, yeah it's yeah, harder yeah. for people to accept them until now anyway I want to recommend I mean this week I watched a couple of horror films I watched Aniara which is um I think Swedish um yeah yeah I was gonna watch that too because that it's... is a good go ahead but it's sort of like the um it seems like the idea behind that show Avenue 5 on HBO I see yeah, I didn't ahead. I think HBO might do a better job. Let's just say that. No, um, it's not a really? good show, but go ahead. Okay, but Aniara was not great either. The storytelling was kind of clunky. I <laughs> I think you should go for the depression you get at the end of what it. What is Aniara? So Aniara is about the, uh, it's set in the future where the earth is basically resourced out and people are leaving to go to Mars. And on one of these ships transporting, I want to say thousands of people to Mars, this is a big spaceship, it gets knocked off course and basically they're, they had to dump their fuel and they're stuck kind of in the middle of nowhere in space mm-hmm, they're f- mm-hmm. too far away from any planet to get rescued and so it, you're basically watching as this mini little civilization devolves over the years into complete complete madness um <laughs> and and it's very another intriguing. one of those one of those yeah. very depressing but very intriguing premise i just wish the storytelling were a little bit better it started mm-hmm. very I've promising heard, i've heard things i know people say it was very very bleak which it is uh, very kind bleak. of turned me off i saw it, that's on hulu right now it's on so hulu yeah you can watch that very easily i would say now's a good time to rewatch sunshine which i thought was a, an incredible movie at the time and now like that movie is such a weird existential crisis yeah because it's like man fighting against the sun god that they've worshipped forever 
um, but worth watching. I yeah. will say though, a better sh- a movie that I then watched that was foreign and I en- enjoyed was um, y'all know I talk about Kingdom a lot, and Chu Ji Hoon is the guy who stars in Kingdom, and I mm-hmm. knew him from ago. So Chu Ji Hoon stars in this other movie called Along with the Gods. It's a Korean film. It's mm-hmm. on Hulu. It's just really fun ride through like supernatural um, fantasy myth stuff. So basically, uh, Chu Ji Hoon is one of three Grim Reapers that takes this guy through the seven trials of hell to get reincarnated. It's very fun. Yeah. As you do. Yeah. You you know, you might as well get through hell now. I mean, we might as well. So that's my first of many to come foreign film recommendations. You should stay tuned for more. I have a lot of Asian films to recommend. Let me let me ask you, Sherlyn, is yes. that like a is it an action movie or is it more of a fantasy movie? Is, is it CG heavy? With, does it have real choreography? Because I are you asking I do me rem- these like film talk things? Damn, yeah, yeah. Let's do this just me. because I'm interested, and also I am very annoyed of like when I think it was like post Storm Riders, yeah. post like that ninety movie. Storm Riders is so where good. Oh, that's one I, of my recommendations. I hate that movie, but I was like, a child when I watched it. Yeah, it is a very child movie. But it's like, yeah. man, show me, give me, give me actual martial arts. Don't give me like bad CG. Okay. Fantasy. But anyway, so so good, so yeah. Storm Rider, yeah. So so like Storm Riders, along with the gods, it's a mix of like yes, myth and a lot of action in terms of like fight scenes. But the fight scenes, like you said, are heavy on CG. Mm-hmm. But I stayed really for. I cried so hard near the end. <laughs> it's it's very. It's I think in the sense that a lot of Korean and Asian films build around the idea of family being so important and like the cultural values of filial piety. Um, you'll get like a full-on tug on your heartstrings because of that and that's what i stayed for but i also just stayed to just keep looking at chuji hun he just looks so good <laughs> um it's it's stylish it's very stylishly done the cg i like the fight choreography wasn't the best it definitely looks like they were like swinging fake axes at fake things half the time yeah i hate that i just i just hate but, it one more uh, one more thing have you seen shadow Sherlyn? no not yet on that's on so that's zhang yimo's latest movie it is I think the f- the later half is beautiful and there's a lot of great action. The first half is like really weird, complex uh, ancient Chinese court drama, nice. which Zhang- I was not a fan of. But, you know, check so, it out. It's on Netflix. Zhang Yimou is great. Who stars in it? It is just looking here. Deng Chao, Sun Li, like not names I normally Okay, not the yeah. big. They're, they're famous in China, I think, but not yeah. necessarily here. All right. They're, that movie has one thing, like one great action set piece of like knife umbrellas. I've never seen before, Ooh, so it's worth wow. watching. Wait, that sounds like um, that. Kingsman. Anyway, mm. lots coming, lots coming. Lots coming. Lots Val, coming. any picks? Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, my <laughs> pick is an app Good. Uh, that I recently started using, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago. Um, it's called Paprika, like the mm-hmm. spice. Um, and it's a recipe manager, meal prep, uh, grocery list app. Ooh. It does all of those things in one. Um, and it's been around for a while. It's new to me, though. Um, and I've mainly been using it as a recipe manager. So um, I do like to cook a lot. So I have a lot of recipes just like in my mm. head, you mm. know, Same. and I've tried so many methods of collecting them, either yes. writing them down or, you know, in the old Same. days, I used Pinterest, I used Pocket. Um, you know, I've used so many ways of collecting them, but I think paprika is the one to stay um, mm-hmm. because they makes it so easy for you to collect recipes from different sources. Mm-hmm. So um, probably the best feature is, uh, so let's say you're, um, I have it for iOS. You can get it for iOS, macOS, Windows, and Android. So mm-hmm. it's on all platforms. You do have to pay for it. It is a paid one-time payment app. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm on my iPhone, um, if I'm on, you know, 
uh, Safari or Chrome and I see a recipe um, that I like, mm-hmm. uh, I can copy the URL and then go into Paprika and it recognizes that I have a URL copied to my clipboard. Mm-hmm. And it says, do you want to import? Yes. And it will import the recipe. It'll strip out all of the non-recipe things yeah. so it'll strip it out any it so like well. yeah <laughs> it'll strip out you know all of the bloggy stuff beforehand that usually isn't on like recipe blogs and stuff oh. and it'll just get you it'll you'll have the ingredients you'll have the recipe like steps like one by one yeah. um and any notes too mm-hmm. so you can just import that and it'll also take like uh take like a little snapshot of like a photo of one of the like a completed part of it um so it really makes it nice to look at but uh that's like the first step of it but then when you want to go make a recipe you can tap on ingredients to like cross them out when you've used them you can tap on you know where it says simmer for 10 minutes and 10 minutes will start a timer wow yeah like it's it's really intuitive in that way so you never have to leave the app when you're cooking because you can set all Mm -hmm. timers and do all that stuff you know when you let me blow your mind a little val you can also there is a shortcut in the ios shortcut sharing thing so oh really in the browser you could just like go up and hit that and send it straight to perpicra yes i have done that before i love it it's a great app uh i used to use evernote to Mm -hmm. put my recipes and i really like evernote for writing I don't know what the hell is wrong with that company, but for some yeah, reason, like, it cannot keep it cannot keep the cursor in one spot. So if it I'm can't... like, I just want to oh. look at this recipe, it doesn't remember where I was. Oh. It keeps going to the top of the note. Oh. I don't understand what the yeah. hell is wrong with Evernote, but Paprika is very good. It is the, like, best cooking recipe app. I've yeah, seen. it's really great. And I mean, I'm one of those people that, like, I'll try a new recipe. Like, it'll be like, my first time making it. Um, but I'm kind of modifying it as I go, yeah, me too. you know, like yeah. I just modify it to what I know I like and what my boyfriend likes um, and just how I want to make it at the time. And I can you can edit any recipe that you put in paprika. So even if it's from another source, you can totally edit it, you know, take out things that maybe mm. you use substitutions for and like make it your own immediately. Yeah. So I know because that's for me, I'll, that's something that I struggle with is that if I find a recipe, but then change it, I don't often remember what I changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that makes it really easy too. so, yeah, it's I don't I haven't really used much of the meal prepping portion of the app or the grocery list yet Mm. but there's so much in there and i mean for me on ios i believe it's five dollars it was well worth the five dollars you know it's it's 100 um, a great app if you're into cooking and want to organize your recipes last question for both of you what was the last thing you've cooked during your quarantine time i'll go i roasted brussels sprouts and uh made a egg custard like an eggy custard savory egg pudding yeah it's great yeah i used the last things Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'll talk good. all about the Thermomix later on. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I made was actually really simple. Um, it was just roasted sausage, peppers, and onions, and potatoes, just because that's what we had in the in the fridge. And like, yeah. I try to use fresh vegetables when possible, you know, but it's not always easy yeah. to do that now to get them. But we had the peppers and the onions and stuff. So um, that's just like a really quick thing, like a one pan recipe mm-hmm. that I like I did to that make. last week uh, with kielbasa and potatoes yeah. and stuff like Ooh. it was great. Sophia loved it. She was a little meat Aww. hound. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> I just roasted a, a chicken and like sauteed Dang. together some veggies. Nice. Roasting chicken is so easy. Learn yeah. to do that. If, you, if you're scared of cooking, like learn to do that because you just <laughs> literally salt it, season it. Stick, stick it in it, the oven yeah. for an Brussels hour. Brussels sprouts you know? also easy to roast. It's like Brussels the, sprouts are great. Put it, put it all to together. Roast. Put it all in one just pan. Just stick oh, things anyway. in the oven, guys. Yeah. Stick this this in is just what you should do. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Not yeah. for too long. Not yeah. when it's smoking, Don't it's set bad. fires. Stop setting fires. Oh, put Lord. a timer on. Yeah. Stick come, it in the oven. Come back. <laughs> Listen to your timer and come back to the oven. Yeah. Thank you.
Well, that's it for this episode, folks. Our theme music is by game composer Dale North. Our outro music is by our very own managing editor, Terrence O'Brien. The podcast is produced by Ben Elman. You can find Sherlyn online at... At Sherlynlo on Twitter, only if you don't set fires. <laughs> and Valentina, where can we find you? Um, on Twitter, I'm at Valentina Lucia. That's L-U-C-I-A on Twitter. Very nice. And you can find me on Twitter at Devendra. I podcast about movies and TV. If you couldn't tell at the Slash Filmcast, it's <laughs> SlashFilm.com. So go check out that show. Email us at podcast at Engadget.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. And please subscribe on anything that gets podcasts, including Spotify. And with that, we're out. Happy eating, happy exercising. Boo pockets. Boo pockets. <laughs>